What's up, EdCats? Welcome back to EdCats Chats, the educational podcast on all things K-State College of Education. I'm your host, Sarah Harper, and in this podcast, we chat about the changes happening in our college, fun events and activities, important news about our faculty, and of course, you, our students. I'm here with uh, one of our EdCat military children. She is, uh, we, we reached out to, to the college in general and uh, she got back to us. So we're excited to hear her story about being a military child. We have Sophie with us. And uh, so welcome, welcome to a special edition podcast here. Oh, thank you. Um, we're just gonna kind of ask her some questions regarding what it was like to grow up as a military child um, we're going to keep it educationally. We uh, we just kind of want to hear her story and her point of view. So uh, let's start with how. So was your was it your mother or your father that was in the military? Um, it was my dad. Okay. And was he in throughout basically your education, like your K through twelve experience? Um, not the whole time. He um retired from the Air Force in twenty thirteen. So I can't really recall. I'd have to do the math to figure sure. out what grade I was in. So like elementary school. Like maybe eight. fifth or fourth grade-ish. Okay. Okay. Well, let's start with like some of the positives. So was there, was there positives that you can draw from being a part of a military family? For one, the health insurance is great. Um, I've never had to worry about that, um, even when like... I moved out and was on my own, so that was great. My entire college is paid for. I will never see a bill for my bachelor's degree, so that's really nice. I also get a housing allowance of one thousand one hundred every month just to live off of, so that makes it really easy to focus on my studies. So, which is nice. So, those are some of the positives. Um, as far as like growing up with him, he I saw him like once a year, so I can't really draw like a lot of positives other than he had a lot of cool stories from the Air Force. But other than that, it didn't really impact me too much. Was it once a year because of deployments and things and trainings? Yeah, he was really busy because he was a colonel. So he kind of just had a lot to do. So do you feel like that that had an effect educationally? You know, do you remember like times whenever uh, within the classroom or with friends or with teachers or whatever that that kind of had an effect? Um, I think somewhat. I think after I saw him, when he, like, I knew he was leaving again for a whole year, I would, like, struggle, but other than that, I think it was just, like, kind of part of life, and I accepted it as what it was. I think Father's Day was hard, because he literally never made one, and it's not his fault. He just, like, couldn't make it. It wasn't a convenient time. So, that was kind of difficult, but other than that, I just, like, there wasn't much of an impact, really. Well, it does sound like the transition, so anytime there's probably a transition of some kind, uh, and I can imagine, you know, Father's Day, but probably any holidays that were missed, was was that kind of a, I mean, do you remember that being kind um, of a tough think, experience, too? I think it was just Father's Day, really. Sure. Other holidays, it was just like, oh, whatever, we'll just, I'll just see him later. Like, it wasn't really a big deal, because I, that was the only one that was, like, specific enough mm-hmm. to, like, actually sting. The other ones, it was just like, okay, I can celebrate with my family, even if one, like, one member's not there. It's not sure. a big deal. You know, and I, you say Father's Day, like, I'll admit, like, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. So this is why these types of conversations I feel like they're so important is because I would have thought Christmas or your birthday or, um, you know, whatever, Thanksgiving, those types of big holidays. And 
I honestly, like, I, I had skipped over Father's Day thinking that while well, all these other students were making crafts or doing whatever, or donuts with dad or something, it was, you were kind of like, well, I don't really have anybody to give that to or celebrate that with. Yeah, I kind of just, they also just, like, didn't really pay attention to it, but also because I was the type of kid that was, like, not going to say it bothered me, so yeah. I would just, you know, do my own thing and, like, it was, like, kind of a big deal, but I don't think they were able to acknowledge it was, like, that big of a deal. Sure. I think they paid more attention to me during Christmas, and I was like, I'm fine. He just sent me $200 in the mail. Like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, $200 to a kid is, like, a yeah, that's like dollars. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was so much. Yeah. I was ecstatic. Um, so, if there's something, um, my first thing I want to focus on, are there things that, you know, you brought up a little bit of that. Are there things that teachers or educators within the buildings did that was helpful? Um, honestly, I feel like the school I went to kind of, because I went to a private school for a while, there wasn't a whole lot of like money there. And I just don't think there was a whole lot of, and I'm not faulting them for this. I just think, don't think there was a whole lot of awareness of like different family dynamics mm -hmm. because it was a private school. It did attract a certain type of person, like people who did have like, a mom and a dad in the house so I don't really think they knew how to deal with it other than maybe like not intentionally ignoring it but it was kind of like they were ignoring it but I don't think they did that on purpose sure. I, mean, I don't really think it's their fault either I think it's just the circumstance that I was in well and this is one of the reasons we're doing this this week for sure is highlighting our military children so while you're not in that stage anymore we hope that our listeners will listen to this podcast and say like oh my gosh I totally forgot about this student in there who had who was a military child in my classroom, or future educators who are in the same thing. Thinking, you know, I really need to think about my whole classroom and what all these students are dealing with. So this, I mean, that's what I mean. This is really helpful. Um, the last question I would have is like, any tips for our teachers or and our future teachers of when they, you know, if there's a student like yourself or our other military children that are in their classrooms or incoming in their classrooms, like. Is there any quick tips or anything that you could provide that would have been helpful to you? Um, I think that, like, just maybe being a little more aware, sensitive of it, or, like, just any situation in general, I think awareness is something that's really important, and I think I think we're doing a lot better now with children than when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot more of a push for it, so it is getting better, but I just think that being conscious that the typical situation isn't always what's going on with everyone, so I, I just think, yeah, you just need to know and consider sure. those things. Really make sure that um, we have our contextual factors in our classroom up to date. Yeah. And that we know how to address them, I guess. Would be I, a good way to put that. I think it's really easy to unintentionally leave kids out. Sure. And they, like, and I think a lot of children, like, don't really know how to, like, vocalize how they feel. Like, I feel left out. I think that they just mm -hmm. feel, like, weird or, like, out of place. So I think it's just probably picking up on, like, body language yeah. or, like, just like those little cues of my little Or like yourself, up. resilient, where it was like, no, I'm okay. I, you know, there was this one day, yeah. but I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, that resiliency where it's like, nope, I, I'm going to get through this or whatever. So Yeah, I just, uh, I think a lot of kids also just like, don't really like the extra attention because it's, it's just awkward. And yeah. like, kids can be like, kids can be mean, but like unintentionally because they're kids and they don't really know any better. So if you draw attention to yourself, I think that you kind of have to let other kids know that some situations are different, maybe you should just either be nice or not say anything, because yeah. they don't really know yeah. that they're being insensitive. Yeah, yeah we don't. Um, I think that sometimes our 
reaction is to call attention to. Yeah. You know, that student. So, hey, get up and tell us all about yourself yeah. and all of your struggles. When... I think that might be the worst <laughs> thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, uh, Sophie, we really appreciate you taking the time. I think that, you know, this information is very helpful to current educators and also our future educator, educators. So, thank you very much. Sure. All right. That's it, EdCats. Thanks for joining us today on EdCats Chats. Follow us on any of our social media accounts, our Facebook, at K-State College of Education, our Twitter, at K-State College of Ed, and our Instagram, at K-State C-O-E. See you all next Wednesday for another EdCats Chats. Have a great week.